1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we kick off a big midweek of Premiership action. First up tonight, it's Motherwell against Dundee United at Fir Park before the rest of the league steps up in the coming night. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst explains how Nathan Patterson and Jermaine Defoe fit into his Rangers plans. Celtic will head to Alloa in the Scottish Cup with Stirling Albion at Ibrox amongst a host of other interesting ties. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. And a three-night midweek in the Premiership. Gordon second against third at Celtic Park. It's hard to come to town on Thursday. Rangers on a revenge mission at Easter Road against Hibs tomorrow night. And the Dazzler so excited about Motherwell v Dundee United. He's just spilt his coffee over himself. You're right, actually, I'm worried about you. We're going to need to get uh, the emergency well, services not, in here. I'll not be able to write anything down. My right hand is a third degree burns <laughs> Is that different from a normal light in here? <laughs> I usually tip and take a few notes But I'm looking forward to the next few nights Gordon Starts at Fur Park tonight A very good game Motherwell Dundee United And then we've got a good car tomorrow night And then Thursday night uh, Celtic v Hearts So like exciting football ahead The type of night Roger That three headlines at the top of the show Does not do it justice Scotland's women take on Spain Rangers had their AGM David Turnbull's been talking about Jota Queen's Park make an ambitious and exciting appointment and Gordon DL once again cruelly overlooked for the Ballon d'Or It is truly all happening There is no Justin You've left out the Challenge Cup ties Hamilton against Kelly in a quarter-final Inverness against Wraith Which should have been last season's final and was never played And the Rangers B team, mm. the Colts Up at Cove Rangers to take on Paul Hartley side. Yeah, there are two possibilities Either I forgot about those Or I just left that dangling Because I knew that you would <laughs> you would, you would put me right uh, Gordon DL, there is a lot going on there's a lot going on You're right Gordon A lot of important games Going on as well um, It'll be interesting To see what that brings Over the next two Three days Teams try to get back To winning ways You look at Motherwell Dundee United tonight Motherwell Terrible result But all credit to Dundee um, So they're at home And they'll be looking For that valuable Three points Dundee United Just sit above them In the league And then we've got some Terrific games tomorrow and Thursday Must have been a relief for you to have the show tonight Because it saves you a big decision Do you go to your Half season ticket it. seat At Fur Park for Motherwood and D United Or do you go and watch Wraith and Inverness It's got half time written all over me the, tonight I'll be out of this studio like a flash In the car Park at the house Sprint mm. up into my seat and see the second half no, can't you, wait. you will because there's no bake-off now you don't. You can't get it uh, I've got it. this horrible mental image as well because the phrase of course is it's got half time written all over it but he just said it's got half time written all over me and I've just got visions of him he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's currently he's currently got Kenko written all over him <laughs> anyway enough about that 01419511025 that is the number for you to get in touch and we'd love to hear from you pick up that phone right now get in touch let us know what's on your mind Like I said I'm on team Talking points tonight There is a big game this evening Motherwell Dundee United Tomorrow Four absolute crackers Hibs Rangers Rangers fans Is it about revenge? It was only Just over a week ago That defeat to Hibs In the League Cup Does the arrival of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Mean Revenge will be served What type of Differences do you expect? Do you expect it to be a different game? How do all the the, the, the different players the, the different ideas We've seen from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst How does that come together For a big game uh, Like this Nathan Patterson um, Jermaine Defoe he's, he's officially Only a player now According to the manager And he's been speaking About them today Celtic fans You're looking a bit Further ahead It's Hearts at home David Turnbull's been Talking about Jota uh, We'll play you that stuff A bit later on as well So pick up the phone 
on them What about that Scottish Cup draw as well Are you happy or unhappy with what your side got served We've been keeping our eye on the Bankies of course Clyde Bank Maybe not the glamour that some were hoping for But winnable It was an exciting Scottish Cup draw last night Roger It was a really good Scottish Cup draw actually Because of the 16 games I think you've got 11 involving Premiership sides You've got potentially four involving non-league sides And you've got the Jags who are in a, a fantastic run of form At home to Airdrie Everywhere you look there's a really really good game um, If you look at you know the holders St Johnson How tricky might that be? You're going to Kelty or Montrose to start the defence of your trophy You've got Jim Duffy's Air United at home to St Mirren and, and Jim Goodwin will be looking to get a decent cup do you run think, Do you think Hearts will be looking forward to their game? Well it's funny I mean that'll be three times in a decade Auchinleck have got to this round and drawn Hearts you know, I've never played another Premier team It's always been Hearts A 1-0 A 4-0 Having seen Hearts In the weekend For Super Scoreboard Against St Mirren They should have enough I mean the third If they get a win At Celtic Park On Thursday night Difficult difficult ask I know They would go second In the league So surely They will have enough To get down to Auckland Lake But you can ask Andy Hanlady Tomorrow night If he fancies it Well he actually He was on last night There was a oh, late of course, of course. There was a late shift swap And let me tell you He said on this show Do not want any of the Auchinlecks or Clyde Banks away from home, and uh, he sent me some interesting messages afterwards <laughs> when the when the draw was revealed. Being there, Gordon, um, uh, and when you pitch up there, I tell you what, you'll need to be right on your game because they'll be after you. Uh, of course, Hearts have got enough in their locker to win that, but it'll be a real tough tie. I, I, I can't make my mind up with Clyde Bank. Delighted they got a home draw. Delighted for that for them. I know that people could say, well, Ibrox or Celtic Park or whatever to make money. <sighs> See, see if you're a player and a manager For me personally I think it's going as far as you possibly can You've not can. done that though You've not done your two league oh, Your no, two, your two no. sort of lower league this opponents is, and look, this keeps what, if you, what if you go out to Annan? No, listen What if you get through? I'm half full I'm okay. not half empty What if you get through? You what look half full for what it's worth 01419511025 yeah. <laughs> uh, Pick up that phone Let us know what is on your mind Very interested to get your thoughts on this Rangers fans It's been suggested for so long and now we're starting to see hints of it but, but what are you making of it? Giovanni Van Bronckhurst says He sees Nathan Patterson as a genuine option To play down the right along with James Tavernier He says it could be crucial in a game When they are defending a lead Yeah, it's an option for me You know, especially when uh, you have games like uh, like yesterday But also against Brock When you are you know, playing really well And really need to defend um, um, the advantage we have. Uh, so with Nathan, you have uh, a player who's uh, defensively very solid. I think it's combination with uh, with James is, is excellent, and uh, so that's an option for me. You know, it's uh, an option uh, to give the defense a, a little bit more of stability, but also you know keep keep uh, keep the the pace up front when when needed. Well, we knew it was an option because he's done it twice. Um, what did you make of what you've seen? From that combination You were at the game At the weekend Yeah I was there with Alec Ray On Sunday afternoon And Alec had been Sort of critical After the Sparta game Didn't really think It worked too well But I did think it worked On Sunday When, when Nathan Patterson Came on He's played that role before He played it with The under 21 Scott Gemmels Had him in that Advanced role In front of a right back So it's, it's not Anything that's new To Nathan People tell me that When Stephen Gerrard Was considering it He was considering it With Nathan Patterson As the right back and James Tavernier further on So it's interesting that the new manager sees it the other way about But they did cause problems I thought Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's substitutions worked on Sunday They don't always 
But they did on Sunday mm. Because I thought Patterson and Tavernier together Gave Livingston a different problem Down that right hand side And of course Fashion Sakala Who came on with Patterson Scored the third goal That gave Rangers a bit of breathing space In, in, in you know the last few 10-15 minutes It is interesting for me though That you know, whereas Steven Gerrard played the two number 10s sort of tucked in behind a striker and mm-hmm. then sometimes a striker would come deep if you like. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is doing that Dutch thing. He likes the wide guys to be wide and he likes the centre forward to be a centre forward. All right, because when Gordon Dale came back from Amsterdam, he said that Dutch thing was something completely different. That's not what he was talking about. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that a bit later on. Let's bring in Roger, uh, another Roger who's on at the line this time. What do you think of that, Roger, what you just heard from... The manager and, and talking about Patterson and Tavernier together. Hi, good evening, guys. How are we doing? Good, thanks. Uh, well, I've just come in the kitchen. I was looking shopping. It's a wee bit wet, so if you hear any dripping, it's my jacket here. Um, <laughs> but listen, I've advocated for a long time that I think that um, I, uh, Patterson's a lot better right back and defender than Tavernier is. But Tavernier is a better player, if you know what I mean. And I think he should wreak havoc in the opposition's penalty box rather than your penalty box. It begs the question now that where does Scott Reid fit in all this? Because Scott Reid seemed to be a kind of natural kind of right-sided player. Uh, yeah, I'm all for Patterson. He's a crack player and I like my captain. I think those should be about. I think we should put Patterson uh, right back as a natural defender and put Tavernier further forward. Okay, what, do you, what do you make of that, Gordon? Because the twice we've seen it, it's mm. been Tavernier staying where he is and, and Patterson brought on in front of him. It seems to me that the Rangers manager's made up his mind that Tavernier's the number one right back. Um, Patterson does come in there in front I think that he obviously thinks that Patterson will do a better job in front I, I totally understand about this defending and, and with Tavernier and is Patterson a better defender I, I just think that Tavernier is better seeing that full pitch time these runs he can hit the diagonals you have a look at his pass on Sunday for Arfield it's Brilliant, Gordon. Absolutely brilliant. I'm not saying Parson can't do that. Tavernier's a master. Brilliant. So I think that the Rangers managers look to the situation. You look at when will he use it. Leon away from home, for instance. You look at Hadji at the weekend. Flair player. But when you bring on Parson, it tightens that side up. There's no doubt. And plus the fact, still gives you the width. I just think he's looked at it and thought, right, Tavernier's going to be there. How can I get Parson in? And by the looks of things... Patterson will be the one that goes in front not Tavernier Giovanni Van Bronckhurst elaborated quite a bit there Roger as well and Roger Hanna I'm addressing this to he's talking about particularly when it's defending a lead or a specific type of game so it doesn't sound like this is going to be something you'll see week in week out from the start but it does sound like something you would see a lot more than under the previous manager and you might see a lot of it in the month of December because three Rangers next four games starting tomorrow night away at Hibs and then after Dundee at Ibrox on Saturday, it's away in Leon, as Dan says, and away against Hearts at Tynecastle. So those are the fixtures that maybe the manager's talking about when he's able to use Tavernier and Patterson up that right-hand side to keep it a little bit tighter. To take on Rogers' other point about the likes of Scott Wright, I think in the month of December, you'll probably see the majority of the Rangers squad, just like you'll see the majority mm-hmm. of everyone's squad, because the games in December come thicker and faster than any other month of the season. And it was noticeable... And Broncos only made one alteration between Sparta and Livingston. Mm-hmm. Stephen Davis got arrested and Scott Arfield came in. I think he'll, he'll be still be assessing the players, but it's not just Scott, right? You know, John Lundstrom 
Ryan Jack coming back to fitness Jermaine Defoe is now a f- player again Rather than a coach He came on for the last few minutes Kemar Roof still to come back to fitness Leon Balligan Philip Hollanderov still to come back to fitness So mm-hmm. he's going to have a lot of options there And I think just because of the hectic schedule You'll see the majority of them Does that satisfy you as a solution Roger on the line Some people wanted them both in all the time It doesn't look like that's going to happen But it certainly does look like Nathan Patterson Will see more game time than than previously, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think from from a Scotland point of view, um, he's probably got a lot of game time and it's limited under Gerard. Um, and he's obviously seen some things in training. I, I, I still believe that uh, Gordon had this point earlier on. I still think that um, it, it Patterson should be natural right back. If you see the assists and the delivery at Tavernier does as a right back, could you imagine what he could do as a as fuller fold up the park? I don't know it's just, just don't uh, think it works like that Gordon You think no. part of the, the reason he gets them Is because he's able to come from that Yeah it's, 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 some We've f- been through this a bit some Haven't we with Tierney and Robertson yeah. Remember we always used to say Oh let's just stick one of them At left midfield yeah. and Some some fullbacks Like Tavernier to me Is comfortable seeing that mm. A lot of grass in front of him Gordon times it And he can pick out the passes uh, Thank you Roger We're going to speak to Andy in a second Let's set this up And see what Andy thinks of it The Rangers manager Speaking about Jermaine Defoe as well, says he's still got a big part to play this season, despite not being part of the coaching staff. He always been he's been really good. I mean, uh, when I when I came here, of course, he was, you know, part of the coaching staff and also a player. So uh, he's, he's also busy with uh, with his uh, training uh, uh, patches. So which is really good because, you know, we started already thinking about team process and and and, and tactical uh, um, possibilities, but. You know, I think for now Jermaine is uh, is still a player, and I will use him only as a player. And of course, uh, I think the quality he has is some sometimes needed in games. So, and, and of course, Kamar uh, out in the last two games. Um, you know, Jermaine couldn't play in the in the, in, the, in Europe because he uh, he was not eligible. But um, you know, I think he can uh, still have an important role. Uh. What do you make of that, Andy, on the line? Jermaine Defoe is. Back as a player, can you see him playing any real role going forward and, and, and featuring a lot? How you doing, guys? First of all, all right. All right, well, I mean, he's a class act, so he, he's a great, he's a great person. He, no, if Rook's still injured, maybe Manella's been injured. No, he wouldn't have any, he would, I wouldn't have any clients about him getting a game, you know what I mean? He's just class act, isn't he? Yeah, does that just about sum up, Roger? One of those where Rangers fans would be comfortable, but, you know, absolutely, if, if he's needed, but. Just because he's now He's always been available as a player So now he's I know now he's lost the, the status of a coach But it doesn't change his availability as a player So are we suddenly going to go from Barely seeing him To seeing him more often or Well listen I don't know Because there's a new manager and Maybe the new manager has seen him At the training ground and thought Listen I can still utilise this guy you know, Not necessarily from the start Because clearly Morelos In the last couple of games Looks a little bit sharper He's a little bit further up the park He's playing a different role Kemar Roof, who's never let Rangers down, is is coming back, mm. you know, from injury as well. So, as we say, it's a hectic fixture schedule. Before we got what a couple of minutes off the bench at Levy on Sunday, it, it's a good asset for Rangers mm. to have. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, on one look, this this is interesting because you've got a guy of his profile. He's mm. on the coaching staff. He's now not. He's back as a player, but ultimately, is he a fourth choice striker behind Morelos and Roof and Sakala? 
Or, yeah. or, or will there be times that, that more than one of them plays in the front three? Is, is Van Bronckhurst as likely to do that as, as Steven Gerrard was? No, right now I think he's probably down the pecking order, Gordon. Uh, because he obviously seen his career in the coaching side of it. I'm sure that's something he'll want to continue uh, when he leaves Rangers. Um, but just now, they've taken him off that responsibilities and decided right you're going to just concentrate and, and, and being a player and of course he's, he's he's a useful player he's he's had a fantastic career he's still a fit lad he's still a natural goal scorer so of course it's good sense by the Rangers man to, to use him and you talk about you know what the manager was saying about using Tavernier and Patterson together when Rangers are ahead and are protecting a lead there will be times when Rangers aren't ahead and they're 5 yeah. or 10 or 15 minutes to go and they're desperately seeking a late winner that's what Jermaine Defoe specialises in, Gordon. And they will the visit to Hibs tomorrow show how much Rangers have progressed in the couple of weeks since Stephen Gerrard left. Oh, I definitely think so. I think the players know that themselves. You know, I mean, I think that game we just had a total disaster for us. You know, what I mean, but um, I mean, the last couple of games, but look at some of the chances we've no took. I mean, we should have scored a lot, a lot more goals. So I think the more I will totally just go there. And hopefully get a really good good result. But I was why I asked you boys about Kent. You know, he's putting Kent out in the left all the time. I I, I preferred him when he was, uh, had the, the freedom in the park. You know, he just the new he's just on the left all the time. I liked it when you know he Gerard just said him go anywhere you want. It must be a, a defender's nightmare trying to mark him then. But now he's on the left. I know he's still taking two defenders away, but I preferred it when he had the, the freedom. You know. Well, that's interesting because a lot of Rangers fans have sort of said the opposite. They've liked that, as Roger said, that Dutch thing, different Dutch thing that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, about you know keeping that that width. width. But Andy wants the old no, Ryan Kent back. No, I totally understand it. But what he's given him the license not just to stay out on the left hand side. He's I watched him and Hadji, especially first half, swapping the wings. Gordon, what his game plan is is to get more midfield runners into action. And it paid off at the weekend there. The first goal, for instance, you've got Hadji out in the right, you've got Kent giving bags of width, so the full-backs are caught a little bit. Morelis comes short, and it leaves a big a big gap in their defence. Arfield makes a great run, it's a great ball, and it's in the back of the net. So it's working. As much as you want to see Kent on the ball, as much as you can. I thought second half, Kent played particularly well. Um, I thought he influenced the game a lot down that left hand side. I think they're just easing them, easing them back in, guys, aren't they? And, uh, yeah. you, you're quite right. The rotation of that front four is there now because there's no doubt Arfield and Kamara were sitting a wee bit deeper, the same way as Davis and Kamara sat a wee bit deeper against Sparta. Then you've got the three, then you've got Morelos. But as you say, Haji was coming to the left, Aribo was going either side, Kent was coming. There was a couple of times Morelos was in the left. Livingston struggled in that first 20 minutes. And that was why, as you say, space was getting opened up for the likes of Arfield to make that late run into the box. And the move for the second goal was terrific. Hadji to Kent, to Morelos, to Aribo. The finish was terrific. You'll struggle to see a better goal all week. Thanks to Andy. It's two helpings of Glasgow against Edinburgh this midweek. Celtic Hearts not till Thursday. But Celtic fans, now would be a good time to get in touch. We're going to hear from David Turnbull talking about the Celtic players' desire to see Jota hang around for a bit longer. How are you feeling about that, about this week's football, about anything else? Now's the time to phone. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. 0141-951-1025 for you. 
to join in It's a big week of football isn't it Look at some of those fixtures Fantastic games Motherwell Dundee United starting tonight uh, We will turn our attentions to that one In a bit more detail when we get confirmed teams and so on Four big games tomorrow including Hibs Rangers St Mirren Ross County uh, Thursday night Celtic Hearts is always a terrific fixture Celtic fans How are you feeling about that? Where are your team at at the moment As you head into this manic December David Turnbull We're about to hear from him Talking about Jota So if any of those topics Tickle your fancy Pick up the phone Or maybe even better You've got something else Up your sleeve That I've forgotten about Altogether 0141 951 If you give us a call Right now We will do our best uh, To stick it on I mean Roger Like I said Two nights away still But it's always a great fixture And already this season Celtic lose at Tynecastle yeah. Not long after They Batter hearts in the League Cup in the first half Absolutely batter them and end up With a 3-2 victory uh, To progress, hearts have had A bit of a mixed bag since then it's, it's all set up to be a cracker It really is, and as I say I saw hearts on Saturday And the first thing you would advise Celtic Kyogo, Jota, Abada, Turnbull Whoever is It's going to be difficult to get past Craig Gordon Because the form of the man Just defies all logic He's uh, 39 years of age And the saves he made again Against St Myrna at the weekend It was three in succession Inside a period of about three minutes Just at the start of the second half To keep the score lane blank And five minutes later Hearts go to the other end And Gary Mackay Stephen scores the opening goal But it was a period When the Hearts fans Were just beginning to get A little restless Gordon And he's just He's in phenomenal form And he Will be looking forward To going back to Celtic Park Do you remember the one At Fir Park last week? The double save So he goes down yeah, with the foot yeah, first It pops yeah. up I think Connor Shields Hits the mm. volley to everyone it was absolutely world class Andy Halliday was telling us last night That he quizzed them about it At the, the training ground Said that was beneath. And Craig Gordon kind of went Nah, nah, that was just Random. That was just routine That was just, you know Well he sets, he sets high standard I think he's going to need that Come Thursday, Gordon I, I watched Celtic against Aberdeen And um, I thought Celtic dominated that game I really mm. did um, Obviously the penalty kick was a big talking point But I think Celtic deserved to win that Celtic Park again Full house there mm. I just think Celtic in a, a good bit of form just now uh, Liam's on the line Let's hear a bit from David Turnbull quickly Before that he says the Celtic players would love to see Jota Seal a permanent move to the club He says the winger is loving life in Scotland He's just not too keen on the weather Yeah he's been flying uh, Ever since he's come in he's been excellent uh, On the ball and off the ball he's, he's doing what he has to do and He's chipping in He's playing for the team as well and It's great to have him inside We'd hope so uh, But we'll, we'll just leave that to him and, and Club, whatever it's, it's up to them to decide that, but I'm sure the boys wouldn't um, would be keen on him staying anyway. Seems to have been enjoying life in Glasgow and on the pitch, you can see that. And away from the pitch, I think he's um, enjoying it as well, apart from the weather, maybe. Um, but yeah, seems to be uh, loving life. Let's bring in Liam, who's a Celtic fan from Paisley. How are you feeling about things at the moment, Liam? You're about to go, well, probably started it, but you're about to go on this hectic run of. Big games in December How are you feeling about it all? Yeah I'm feeling confident mate Where did you get the confidence from? Hearts performance at the weekend You think, they're, Mern, think they'll struggle? St Mern were totally the better team For the first 45 yeah, it's inter- Fair enough we watched in here And yeah It wasn't vintage Hearts was it? Yeah I thought the second half They were better Gordon They've been up and down a little bit They're still third in the league uh, Going very well Under Robbie Nielsen But I think it's Too big an ask for them 
um, to go to places like Celtic Park and Ibrox and pick up three points just now. Um, I think Got one at Ibrox did they not? Yeah, but I'm talking about three. I'm talking about uh, one in. Fair enough. I just think that they've got me there. Yeah, I just think that with the form of the the front men and James Forrest come back to a bit of form as well. I'll, I'll be very surprised if he doesn't start in the front three. Um, you know they've got a, a really terrific midfield. I just think that after Aberdeen, uh, probably a terrific result taking into consideration the Thursday night game because we're up against a top class side that make them made them work very very hard indeed I think the few days now on the training ground nice and easy I think they'll bob for it there'll be a terrific crowd inside Celtic Park and I just think the Celtic have got too much in their locker for hearts Liam what are you making of Jota at the moment we just heard from David Turnbull saying the players would obviously love to see him on a permanent deal what have you made of him? Untouchable Short and sweet Summed mm. up in, in one word man, Liam's man. a man of few words But he's, he's making yeah. some, some pertinent points is he, is he untouchable? Has he overtaken Kyogo as Celtic's main man? He certainly seems to have done In the last month or so He was player of the month For October um, And he's making a decent fist Of been player of the month For November as well uh, I'm not surprised He doesn't like the weather I'm not too keen on it myself At the minute Yeah a tweet from Frank here That says I'm Scottish And I'm not too keen on the weather yeah. Jota is all of us He says Yeah and he's He's brought something extra to the Celtic front line, there's no question about it. He's, you know, he is. You know, you listen to Ange Postecoglou. He has been concerned for a number of weeks about the threat of burnout for Kyogo. He's played a full season in Japan. He's been flying all around the world to play for the Japanese national team. He has led Celtic from the front for all but those two or three weeks when he was out injured in the autumn time. Um, it's a big physical burden on the lad, and it's quite good for him that Jota can take a turn now. At, you know, providing the goal threat, as Dan says, James Forrest's coming back. Abad is there as well. I'm not too sure at the status of Gio Kamakis. We'll speak to Postacoglu tomorrow and find out when he's coming back in as well. But no, Jota has been a revelation for Celtic so far, and it'd be fascinating to see whether they wait to the end of the season and try and do the deal with Benfica, or whether they try and just trigger it earlier and make him a permanent signing. Yeah, I would. Uh, I think every fan, every Celtic fan, wants some signed right now, Gordon. I'm, I'm sure that the boy loves the club. The way he's playing tells you that he's settled into the club. He's settled into Scottish football. Yep, yeah, I think we all agree. We hate the weather, but he's been sensational. He really. I think has. we owe it to ourselves to not discuss the weather again. Yeah, okay. But that's. I'll give you one more mention of it. I've not even got to mention it again. Um, but it's a cold night. Um, I just think that the it's actually not. It's, it's, it's <laughs> strangely, this strangely well, mild. I'm saying this from But I think he's been brilliant since he, he pitched up. And the one thing about a winger is sometimes you look up and think, right, okay, what's he going to give us? Is he going to give us assists? Is he going to give us go? He gives you both. He's he's a full package, a lad. Um, and I think that's why. I think Celtic are in such good form in the fact that you always expect him to score goals because he's a threat. He can he can score a goal. He can create a goal. You've got Kyogo up front. I take on board what Roger's saying about the workload, but just now, it's either him or a Yeti that I don't think many fancy. Um, so it was, he's just got to be nursed along until this January window comes. Uh, Jack Marcus comes back into fitness. They maybe recruit again. To give them a bit of strength and squad Because I think we all agree that's what they need But um, I think every Celtic fan will be hoping for that news one day That Jota has mm. signed a permanent deal yeah, I mean Roger, he, the manager seems 
comfortable with starting either Abada or James Forrest. Mm-hmm. Fans will have their, their favourite. I think mm-hmm. most are acknowledging James Forrest, probably the, the the big game version of those at the moment. Not quite the same on the other side. Mikey Johnson coming back from injury has had a couple of appearances. It, it seems like that the Jota not quite of the same backup at the moment. I would agree with that And you could see it in Leverkusen in the second half Celtic when they laid 2-1 Ange made changes I think partly because You know we're talking about Rangers protecting players Protecting Ryan Kent Partly because he wants to protect players for the games ahead And you could see the level dipped And I think the manager acknowledged it after the game When he spoke about needing to get to the January transfer window Daz has mentioned it in the show a lot Ange Postacoglu needs two or three windows To get this Celtic squad up to, I'm not going to say up to the quality Because I think the team has a decent level of quality I'm not sure that's reflected in the depth of the squad And I think I think Ange would like to improve that squad come January It's a big week Liam Because not only do Celtic play Hearts But Hibs take on Rangers as well Are you confident Hibs can do you a favour Like they, they succeeded in the League Cup semi-final? Um, yeah Just a repeat I think, I think last Sunday was just too much as soon as they get three goals, can you do that again, Roger? I suppose that would be the, the challenge. They're, they're a funny lot, Hibs. Yeah, I'm I mean they followed up by losing in Dingwall yeah, and getting two well, men I'm, sent I'm, off. I'm going there on Saturday actually for Super Scoreboard for, for the Motherwell game. But if you look at what preceded the Rangers game, they they had lost I think five in a row before the Rangers game. They then produced this heroic performance to deservedly beat Rangers. And then they go and lose in Dingwall with nine men And they were behind in Perth as well Until St Johnson and Craig Bryson yeah. sent off at the weekend They were heading for six consecutive league defeats Until St Johnson went down to ten And they scored twice I think it was the last seven minutes Nisbet and Murphy scored So you never really know what Hibernian is going to turn up And I think that's going to decide as much about tomorrow yeah. night's outcome as anything Rangers do What about that cup draw that we mentioned Since we just weren't on the topic of Celtic going to Alloa I know for you newspaper types There's the story there Alloa's manager is a certain ex-Rangers yeah. player uh, In Barry Ferguson So there's that side of things Is that an interesting of draw course, for you that one? And listen it's interesting because Barry and Bob Malcolm are in charge of Alloa It's interesting because of the plastic pitch there You never know what Celtic are going to make of that It, was, it is an exciting cup draw It's Ange Postacoglu's first taste of the Scottish Cup And he will fancy a long run He's already in one cup final this season He'll fancy going all the way to another cup final But I would think Alloa will make it awkward mm. for Celtic I don't anticipate any shocks Of course we don't But Alloa away isn't it, you know, the the best draw Celtic could have had? Well, nothing says welcome to the Scottish Cup like a nice view of the Oakle Hills. Gordon Dale is Ange Postacoglu is thinking about his substitutions. Yeah, I've been there a few times in my playing career. Gordon. Someone's going to get in touch and tell me that I've got the hills wrong or something. Uh, I don't, like, and that I don't you can't know see them. Right. Yeah, you can't yeah. see them from yeah, the yeah, dugout as well. So, yeah. Good. Just what making what sure we're accurate. Find that his his kitchen's probably bigger than the dressing rooms. Uh, that'll be a shock to him. But uh, Astro turf pitch. Um, I. Uh, I think that Alloa, um I think Celtic will be turning up there. Yeah, if they're professional enough, then they will be. They'll have been well warned about what to expect. They'll get too much quality for Barry. They'll get a good welcome. You always get a good welcome. Mike Mulraney always makes everyone very lo- welcome out there. A great club. It's a lovely club. As there's a lovely club, but it's, you're talking chalk and cheese here. It's. If, I would need a miracle for Celtic not to progress there. Just clip that up, producer Chris, just in case. In case the shock happens, we know who to go to. First of all, 01419511025. Thank you to Liam. Now's a great time 
to pick up that phone because we're going to get some travel and that means if you call right now you could be up next we've got team news coming from Fir Park as well it would be nice to hear from someone who's heading along to the game maybe you Motherwell fans or Dundee United fans fancy giving us a call now's a good time to do so and we'll get to you after the travel 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here It's 01419511025 To join in We would love to hear from you Just before the break We were hearing from David Turnbull uh, We were discussing Celtic Where they're at at the moment The busy period coming up Jota Amongst other things So pick up that phone Celtic fans And let us know What is on your mind I did say it would be nice To hear from someone En route to Motherwell Against Dundee United Because I'm sick of all this Same story all the time Gordon DL pretending He's going to go for the second half When we all know that he won't uh, If he does though Here's what he might see He will see a Motherwell team Lining up with Liam Kelly in goal A back four of Mugabe Solholm, Lamy And McGinley A midfield three of Slattery Goss and Maguire With Willery Kevin Van Veen And Tony Watt up front So just I think two changes I think from the weekend uh, Looking at that at a glance Sean Goss uh, coming back in Kevin Van Veen from the start as well up against the Dundee United side who have Sigrist in goal Back four of Freeman, Edwards, Mulgrew and McMahon Harks, Glass and Hottie A midfield three, Pollitt and Niskanen uh, Alongside Louis Perry in attack So no like out and out recognised striker as such for United this evening um, Roger Hanna, they're all big games, what do you make of that one? Um, it's difficult to know what to make of it Just because, and I don't need to tell you Pierre Motherwell are so hit and miss How can you go From the kind of performance Motherwell put together In the second half Up at Aberdeen The, the type of performance They put together At Fur Park To beat Hearts And then that shambles At Dens Park At the weekend When your know, David Friel was there He said Dundee could have won by more So You really don't know What to expect from Motherwell I thought Graham Alexander Would make more changes Than just the two For the game But he's clearly giving These guys Another go um, Dundee United have seen bits and bobs of I saw them when they won the new firm derby With 10 men against Aberdeen a couple of weeks ago And they're still up there They're still in the top four um, Tom Courts has Really exceeded all expectations There this season So this will be a difficult game for Motherwell uh, I can't disagree with that um, I do think it will be It'll be interesting Roger's right You don't know what Motherwell team's coming out tonight uh, it was well documented that Motherwell didn't have a lot of possession in their games from the start of this season, Gordon. But they were getting some good results, and they're up that they're up that league. You know, they're sitting in fifth, just behind Dundee United. They're at home tonight. The manager's got to be looking for a reaction after Saturday. He's got to be two changes tonight. Still no room for a Motherwell captain, so it'll be interesting. And I will be along there at halftime. You won't stop it. There's no point in lying to everyone. Let's hear from Tony Watt ahead of that one. Yeah, Saturday was disappointing. We know that. Now we'll look to rectify that and we'll look to put it behind us. Look, I think any time you can beat 3-0, it is highly disappointing whether it's against anybody in the league. So, no, we need to, after two good results, we we should have done better at the weekend. We should have kicked on, but we never. And hopefully that gets addressed today. We weren't good enough as a whole, as a team, and myself included. And you can't get beat 3-0 away from teams that are going to be our rivals if we want to push towards the top half of the table we need to win the games I don't know at what point you really get a proper feel for the table but you know you can see the incentive there Gordon for Motherwell win you cut the gap 
Between yourselves and Dundee United To just one point If you're Dundee United And you manage to get the win All of a sudden uh, You're 12 points clear of, of St Mirren in 7th at this stage Which would be a nice A nice cushion Like I say, I don't think you can Achieve anything Or, or win anything in uh, right. The 30th of November but I don't I don't think many of us Expected that to be the scenario At the beginning of the season With Dundee United With Tam Courts coming in Everybody questioned the appointment Gordon But if he can get that three points tonight At Fir Park Okay there's still a long way to go A lot of football Ups and downs uh, What a tremendous start it would be It really would be And he opens that gap up And you say um, From Probably when he started the season, the first thing is, right, don't get relegated, don't be in that battle, try and be up in that sixth, seventh position, be comfortable. Already they're at that stage. If you, if you remember, their first game, they went to County Hearts on a Friday night in the Premier Sports Cup. That's right, yeah. 1 1 0, staggered over the line, didn't look clever. Their first league game, they lost 2 0 at Pitodry and looked poor. And to come from there to where they are tonight, you get, you know, they get this opportunity tonight. Just really, to, as Gordon says, cement their place in the top six. They, they may have done almost enough to stay in the top six already. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking with a win tonight. I didn't want to go in on that because we know that teams can certainly have uh, ups and downs and maybe that would come back to bite us, but it, it certainly would do them no harm at all. But it's going to be a fascinating one, that Motherwell against Dundee United. If you want to get in touch on that, please do. If you're heading along, uh, pick up the phone, 01419511025. Um, let's go back to the phones Let's bring in Mick Who's a Celtic fan In Ballarnock Hi Mick How are we doing there guys? Good how are you? Ah not too bad mate Not too bad one. What's on uh, your mind? Listen if I've got time After after I put my original point uh, I, I want to pick up uh, uh, Ask uh, Roger Hanna something Go for it I used to, I, I used to work in the, the newspaper industry many, many many years ago As a copy boy In the Scottish Daily Express But I'll, I'll go from my main topic ju- ju- Just now Eh uh, it's about the the game on Thursday night against uh, Hearts. Celtic are going to have to be really, really good to get by uh, Craig Gordon because for me, at almost the age of thirty nine, that we should never have let this boy go. We should never have let him let, uh, leave Celtic. And uh, I think he's playing the best football of his career right now. He's one of the. He's still one of the best top goalkeepers that you'll find in, throughout the whole of Europe. I know for for almost thirty nine years of age. See if he avoids serious injury. I can see Craig Gordon playing on to 42, 43 Who knows? He might even go forty four or forty five. I think Gordon the, the the signing of Joe Hart, the fact that he's made some big saves since he came to the club, that softens the blow, doesn't it, for all this discussion that we used to hear about Celtic shouldn't have let him go. Maybe it's still a bit true for for people like Mick, but when it was Gordon or Barkas, I think the. The, the debate was a bit clearer Now the Celtic have a goalkeeper That mm. functions like a goalkeeper And it, it, it takes the sting out of it a bit However I think one thing we can all agree on Is that Craig Gordon is in outstanding form Without a shadow of a doubt um, I think if Celtic had known What sort of form Craig Gordon was going to produce When he went to Hearts He'd never have been allowed out the front door Gordon But take nothing away They've brought in Joe Hart And I think Joe Hart's a very very good goalkeeper indeed But Craig Gordon has just found a new lease of life at Hearts. He must just—he's—he's he's an ex-player there anyway. He's went back to a club that he knows, he loves, the fans love him, 
And he's just producing save after save And he doesn't seem to be going Sometimes you look at players And their body starts to slow down a little bit Because of age and the amount of games And niggly injuries Craig Gordon doesn't look like that He just looks like he's getting stronger and stronger and stronger um, And I think Hearts are a very lucky side to have up. I, I know you know Joe Hart personally From the Man City mm. Legends circuit But who would you take now Joe Hart or Craig Gordon? Oh Roger you put me right in the spot here Um I'd probably take Craig Gordon In the form he's in Roger I would take Craig Gordon yeah Yeah, yeah. Is he Because this is one of those statements That gets thrown out there and, and I like it Mick says You know he's in the best form of of his career Do you yeah. think he is? I think that Listen When he went back to Celtic His form for a while was very very good But um, yeah I, I would say His form just now Is as good As it's ever been And You wonder that spell he had out, that two or three year spell he had out when he almost looked ready to retire. You wonder if that spell out is going to allow him to extend his career, as Mick says, to, to maybe 42 or 43. He spoke the other week about Tom Brady, who I think is still going in the NFL at 40, you know, I think 43 just now and aiming to go to 45. Do you think their wage packets will be similar or hmm. a little bit different? Oh, don't, don't say that. Van Budge hears that. She'll, um, she'll switch the radio off. Uh, but. There's no reason He looks after himself He's a great physical regime A great training regime He knows what it needs To keep him going at that age And as Mike says He could go into whatever he wants And also to. also the fact uh, Roger If you play with Celtic and, and Rangers for instance Especially at home As a goalkeeper The home team Celtic and Rangers Dominate the game Most of the possession So you're not called Into action As much as he's probably Been called into action It feels like he's making A big save Every single game Exactly That's what I'm I'm saying Gordon So he's He's been called Into action And he's making the saves Mm -hmm. That is the big thing About it for him Just now And obviously Scotland number one As well Playing a major part In that I just think He's at the top Of his form Uh, Mick you must be happy Though with Joe Hart's Performances for Celtic don't get me wrong, eh, guys. Uh, Joe Hart's is, I think he's been a brilliant signing for us, and uh, we've got a safe pe- uh, pair of hands. I, I know he, 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 he often, he, sometimes he gets away. With it. I mean, he got away with it a couple of times in the semi-final there against St Johnson when uh, Michael Halaran uh, uh, nearly slipped in and scored. But uh, he, he has a he has a safe pair of hands, and uh, I think he'll only get better as well as it, as it, it, age goes on. Absolutely right. Make it quick, Mick. I forgot you had a point about being a copy boy and Roger Hanna. If you can make it really quick, I've got the news coming up. Yeah, Roger. I know you're the sports editor of the the, the goals supplement on the Monday, and, and and I'm not just going on to your publication. I'm going on to the Daily Record and everything else. But know what I feel peeved about? Why do they never print the Celtic crowd in the paper? Every other crowd there, no matter how big or small, is always there. But the Celtic crowd. Never there I had no idea this is a thing Is I, it a I, thing? I have to say I had no idea this was a thing It's funny you say that Mike You so, meant to be the man You so, meant to be the man in charge so, Somebody stopped me on the way out of uh, the Tony Macaroni On Sunday afternoon with Alec Ray And said Any idea what the crowd was? It's not really something that uh, Sort of comes on my radar But let me tell you Mike It's the first thing I'll ask When I go into the office tomorrow We'll try and solve that puzzle there we go. Oh, I, that's why I love this show. You just never know what direction. That's funny. That's twice in three days somebody's asked me about crowds. Uh, it's going to take. But I've got a lot to squeeze in here. Let me tell you about this before we do anything. <laughs> Cash for kids. Mission Christmas. What a prize we've got for you, Gordon Diel. You couldn't win anyway, but you in particular 
will be sick at this Because I know you've just forked out for a new one yourself Not only can you win this prize But you'll make a difference to children on our doorstep Who need it at the same time Thanks to Arnold Clark We've got a brand new 71 plate mini electric In Midnight Black You've just got yourself a new car Could have been you Uh, Now there are over 2,500 charging points across Scotland So it seems like a good time to make the switch to electric Not only are you potentially getting the car You're making a difference to children who need it Talk about a win-win situation For your chance to win Text MINI to 84901 That's MINI to 84901 The text costs one standard network rate message Plus a voluntary £5 Donation Now every, every penny of that donation Goes straight back to helping the children who need it anyway So like I say Talk about win-win The entries close at 6pm on Saturday the 4th of December Full T's and C's Head to Clyde1.com And remember that's mini M-I-N-I to 84901 Let me also tell you about this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football you know the script If you want to beat the pundit Call now Call before 7 o'clock 0141 951 1025 Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here I'm so glad the break finished They just spent the last couple of minutes Trying to explain the difference Between TikTok and Snapchat To Gordon DL Which um, went as you would expect uh, this is all on the Because he didn't know That Clyde SSB Is on TikTok And I, I, mm. I can't help but notice That a lot of The videos are just you Saying yeah. daft things hey, Yeah my, um, my lawyer will be Contacting me tomorrow uh, United States of Arab And stuff though, That's in the back catalogue They've not actually Made their are way on This is all current <laughs> stuff This is fresh is material um, So yeah, if you're that way inclined You can feel free to check that out Let's do this Before we do anything Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. I said it at the top of the show because I meant it. So much going on. We've got Motherwell Dundee United tonight. Four big games tomorrow. Another big game on Thursday. Rangers had their AGM today. Queen's Park are making moves. The Scotland women's team are playing tonight. It really is all happening. So please keep the calls coming on 0141 951. 1025 Right I know who I'm cheering for On tonight's Beat the Pundit Because Robbie Might be from Mount Florida But he's a Motherwell fan How's it going Robbie? Hiya how are you? I'm good how are you? Yeah yeah fine What's got Greater chance of happening You beating the Pundit Or Motherwell getting Three points tonight? How about going for both? Well, well why not You can be greedy I don't mind that What What is the deal With Motherwell this season You don't really quite know well, What you're getting do you? Yeah, no, we're up and down, but again, I think these two games are going to be crucial because, you know, Hibs and Down United are the team that we, teams that we want to be about, man. so we'll see how it goes, mm-hmm. but um, hopeful. hopeful. Con- are you confident of three points tonight? Um, sh- <laughs> it's, it's difficult, but um, I'll definitely take them as they come our way. Oh, I think we will, indeed. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens there. Where are we? 40 minutes, I think, away. From kickoff, but only seconds away from kickoff in the other big game, which is beat the pundit heads. It will be Roger Hanna, Tails, Gordon DL. Last week was a shambles. Four victories for the listeners last week, only Hugh Keevens. I was involved in two of them. One out of the pundits um, last week, and we did get back to winning ways, the pundits last night, I think. Yeah, Andy Halliday won last night. So heads, it's Roger, minus one, Tails, it's Gordon DL. We've got serious problems here. It is genuinely, genuinely. Producer Chris, what is that? Tails. It is tails again. No, right, tails for Tuesday. <sighs> it's always tails, and it just—I want—I feel like I need to take the pressure off you because you're crumbling. You lost twice last week. I'm back. I'll be back tonight. 
Right, let's give him some Clyde 2 to listen to uh, Robbie's delighted with that, I'm sure Let me get the clock ready Robbie, here's the deal I know you've never played before 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can And if you don't know, pass quickly and move on, okay? Sure Good man, 30 seconds, starting now Which English team did Janino Bakuna join Rangers from? Huddersfield Who was the last Scotsman to score a hat-trick for Celtic? David Turnbull Which side did Clyde Bank draw in the Scottish Cup draw last night? Uh, Who wears the number 10 for Scotland in the most recent squad? She Adams Name any country hosting the 2026 World Cup uh, Pass Which team beat Kilmarnock in a playoff last year to win promotion Indeed. to the top flight? Which SPFL side did Ryan Christie make his professional debut with? Inverness Wow, deal's in trouble and he doesn't even know it yet He does not know it uh, Can you hear us now, Gordon? Over now, yeah Roger, did you hear Robbie's attempt there? No so you weren't listening either? No, no, I was in Clyde too. Okay. Just checking. Ready? What, what, what Just that? wondering. 30 seconds. Are you okay. ready? Let's go. Which English team did Janino Bakuna join Rangers from? Sheffield Wings. Who was the last Scotsman to score a hat-trick for Celtic? Scotsman Forest. Which side did Clyde Bank draw in the Scottish Cup draw last night? Who wears the number 10 for Scotland in the most recent squad? Um, pass, don't know. Name any country hosting the 2026 World Cup. Uh, uh, Portugal <laughs> <laughs> Which team beat Kilmarnock In a playoff last season To get promotion um, Beat Kilmarnock Dundee Okay okay So none of you heard Robbie no Just No well, Obviously you didn't you, di- you didn't either Roger no No Okay Question one Which English team Did Janino Bakuna Join Rangers from Huddersfield Oh I knew it was a blue and white Strip Robbie got it 1-0 oh, no. Who was the last Scotsman To score a hat-trick for Celtic? David Turnbull Robbie got it Call yourself a mother wolf man. Which side did Clyde Bank draw In the Scottish Cup last night? You did get Annan Oh no So did Robbie I'm beat here Robbie's an absolute player By the way what Seriously it? is I'm Who wears number 10 For Scotland What the one? It's not McGinn is it? Shea Adams Oh so much did Robbie get it? Robbie got it I'll give him two balls Robbie was And I'll kick them to him plenty uh, Robbie was giving me the answers Before I'd finished the questions I'm well, gutted that well, you didn't hear it Roger Well Hammond. done Robbie uh, However He is human Name any country hosting The 2026 <laughs> World Cup USA, Canada or Mexico Nah no, um, no, None of them handy for Portugal Nah, nah <laughs> no, I don't even know why Portugal um, Which team beat Kilmarnock in a playoff to win promotion You did get Dundee but So did Robbie obviously And Robbie had time for more questions Robbie knew that Inverness was the team that Ryan Christie Made his professional uh-huh. debut One, two, three, four, five, A 6-2 demolition for Robbie in Mount Florida Robbie that is one of the performances of the season It's one of the best performances I've ever witnessed From a I listener th- I think Robbie would have Gave uh, Roger a game uh, I think Robbie would have Given Roger Especially a minus one Because you wouldn't have Fitted in Many more He yeah. got seven questions in Robbie Outstanding What well have you done. got to say For yourself um, I'm buzzing man I've been playing for I was about 15, 16 In the car with my mum And I've got I've got I've got, I've got you on speaker now And she's, she's as buzzing as I am ah, yeah. uh, Robbie's 45 now And all the years yeah. of practice of, What's your mum's name Robbie? Yeah, she'll not be happy It's Mags Mags and Robbie What a team Well done to you both Maybe you'll get the three oh, points Oh it was Mags Hilton well. No she so was, was the Robbie background. and Mags No Robbie was unreal Robbie honestly was, He was giving me answers Before I'd finished the question. Your mum always tells you the answers I honestly I don't know if Robbie's 
I've just just lost Chris's the pal or something and he's giving them the questions. That's how good he was. That's some performance. Do you know I'm quite I I'll take that. I will take and beat with Robin Mags. It was almost like he deliberately got the twenty twenty six World Cup question wrong just, so that we wouldn't suspect anything. Uh, Brilliant. Oh, hold on a minute. Has this been a wee stitch up then? No. No. I mean this that is something I would do to you. Generally speaking, you think you think about how good Robbie was, right? Think he was brilliant. Him and Mags, I'm mm. giving a give them two balls, right? I've got one left. Give them two. Now you think about this. He was that good. He ain't getting that easy question, right? What's easy about it? You thought it was Portugal. I bet that's different. I just went be easy. Diff- I just went a different place. And also, I think had it been, you know. Six five, six four. I take your, you only you only got two. So Robbie could have been bang average and still would have been you tonight. Nah, nah, I think there's something. It's worth bearing that in mind. I'm going to look into this. But look, Robbie Mags, absolutely brilliant. Well done. I congratulate you. Don't phone ever back again. I choose the other. How good and was that? It was absolutely terrific. I just hope you've got that. In TikTok. You know what? You know what's going to happen. That needs to go on the TikTok. No, it's not. No, it's not. Do you know what's going to happen? Mags will phone on Thursday, guaranteed. And get Robbie will sit on the other side of the car. With this, uh, swap seats. Swap the, seat, Robbie. The form you're in just now. Are you looking forward to getting to January? I've lost three in a row. I've just never been known and beat the pundit for a dazzler. Three I don't row. think you can do much about that. As we said, with the minus one, and it's a shame because with the minus one, I, f- I fail I to see how Robbie wouldn't have beat Roger there as well. I just with th- it, the minus one. Uh, did you get them all, Roger? Did you? Um, Do you know what? I'm actually. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm actually. Uh, I'm handicapped now because you look at his big ball face every Tuesday, right? And he's sitting <laughs> Hold there. Hold on a minute. Hold on. No, no. Wait a second. And he so, just puts you off. So, and, he, and, and he looks as if to say, You disgust me because I'd have got that right. So right? just to be clear, <laughs> we started off blaming the fact that Robbie and Mags had teamed up. Then you think it was a stitch up. Now you're blaming the size of Roger Hanna's face. Yeah, it's just the way he looks at you in disgust. See, you get one wrong, he looks at you after see. This is the man who at six o'clock spilled his coffee down himself and said to me, How did you manage that? <laughs> He's shameless. Well done, Robbie. Well done, Mads. Congratulations. I'm a good sport. Ah, good on you. Right. 01419511025 in the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Um, we're going to get some more calls on Let's do that very soon Just another story I wanted to mention Roger uh, And we can we can maybe elaborate later If anyone wants to, to call in about it I live to be surprised on these things What about Queen's Park? I think that yeah. was a, a really standing out today With a, a very interesting move uh, Appointed Marion Bucher uh, Who is going to be The League One side's first ever supporting director Yeah now, he spent 15 years as a sport development director um, at Alkmaar in the era de Visa, and he's left for League One Queen's Park in Scotland. That strikes me as being an incredibly ambitious and exciting appointment, and one that even if you're not a Queen's Park fan, if you're a fan of Scottish football, you should sit up and take notice yeah, of. Yeah, it's interesting. I was reading up on, on him earlier on, and I can't quite remember the percentage, um, so it's as good and well with Dota as does enough. Uh, mm. percent, mm. A percentage question But Almar had a phenomenally high Percentage of homegrown young it's players It's just below 50% yeah, Developing right yep. through Underbooker from the youth system Into the first team And I think this is the model now that, that Queen's Park Are going to try and adopt Bringing in their young guys In the youth setup And feeding them through the system Till they get to First team level I think when, when If only they had a notable Graduate of their youth academy That they could Sort of try and replicate Any that spring to mind <laughs> The captain of Scotland But I, th- I think When Willie Hockey 
come in and put some money into the club and, and change the infrastructure. Leanne Dempster came in as chief executive. I think people thought they were going to try and buy their way into the championship and the premiership. And it's quite refreshing, actually, that they've gone down a different route. They've gone down the route of trying to develop the football club from grassroots level right the way through. And I think they will take enormous pleasure in, in you know, bringing their own players into the first team and trying to take a group of homegrown Queen's Park players through the divisions and get them as high as they can. A little bit like Hamilton Ackies did when they first came back into the Premier League, you know, the era of the McCarthys and the MacArthurs and the Brian Eastons and the, and the players like that. I think that's what Queen's Park want to do. You could have gone and got a Scottish director of football quite easily, but they've looked a little bit further afield. They have gone for a more adventurous appointment. And listen, good luck to the land. Absolutely. If there are any Queen's Park fans out there who want to pick up the phone and share their delight at that news, feel free. You know where we are. We're here until 8 o'clock. Let's bring in Glenn, first of all, who's a Rangers fan from Cumbernauld. It looks like a big old week in the Premiership, this Glenn, doesn't it? Hello. Hi. What I was actually phoning up about, I was listening to Rob right at the start of the show there talking about Hearts and Celtic. Mm-hmm. But Celtic are too strong for Hearts, which is a true fact. They are. They will win. And then he was going on about Hibs going to beat Rangers again. Which I don't think they will do. I think Rangers are out for revenge after the Cup game. It's, both old firm are going to lose points throughout the season. It's going to come down to who wants it more. Well, Gordon, what do you make of that? Can it ever be just about desire? It's got to be a bit more than that, surely? <sighs> yeah, I do think that... Um... Ranger will know what they're getting into on Wednesday night. Uh, the new manager, uh, Van Bronckhorst, has obviously witnessed Hearts firsthand, sitting at Hamden watching them, uh, you know, getting into the final. So he'll be well aware of uh, Hibs' strengths. And, um, you know, Rangers are away from home as well, Gordon. It will be a difficult game, but I do I do take on board that I think with the new manager, different style, uh, tweaking that system. I think that Rangers have got too much in their locker, but they will have to earn it. There's no doubt. As much as you can look at Hibs' poor run of form, um, and they're not playing well, um, Jack Ross probably would have come in for a a lot of criticism from the Hibs fans if he hadn't made that final. If Rangers had won that League Cup semi-final, I think it'd be a different story for Jack just now. But um, it will be a difficult game. And I do agree with Glenn. Mm. Uh, I do think Celtic will have too much for Hearts in the Thursday night Celtic Park. Glenn... Nine days ago When Hibs beat Rangers in the Cup I imagine most Rangers fans You included Would not have felt too confident About going to Easter Road And, and would not have looked forward to it What difference Has the, the manager made to that? How, how much more confident Are you feeling now? Hibs up their game The up their game As most teams do against Old Firm We were caught unawares In that game Three quick goals in the first half To be honest We were terrible in the game We had no, nothing up front n- Nothing Nothing at all But to your point there Giovanni has made certain changes He's done certain things Seems like there's a bit of fresh life About the team now Yeah I mean uh, look, You always look at f- That thing that you can't really put your finger on This so-called new manager bounce That's just you know It's just there sometimes But other than that You've then got Well is he changing things Is he impacting Team selection with personnel Or shape or formation Are they doing things differently on the training ground So you know It's not 
Some of it happened the, the managerial bounce Roger is almost like an accidental thing Sometimes yeah, and, and then there, there's the other side I think it's worth taking into consideration as well The build up Rangers had to the semi-final Stephen Gennard, Gary McAllister The entire backroom staff left um, The squad was taken by David McCallum and Brian Gilmer Coaches who w- wouldn't normally have, have worked with those players And th- there was still a shock factor among the players I think at Stephen Gennard's departure So it wasn't a great preparation to go into a, a semi-final at Hamden and Hibs caught them cold He just blew them away in that first half I think Rangers' preparation for tomorrow night Will be a lot better That's no slight on the others It's just a, you know, a fact that they've come into this game Off European progression to the knockout stage of the Europa League They've come into this game off a good win at Livingston Scoring three goals at Livingston isn't always easy um, So they will be in a better place They'll feel a lot better about themselves And... Giovanni Van Broncos will want to keep that new manager bounce going. The only thing I will say, Roger, is it feels to me that after two games, every Rangers fan thinks that the new manager's turned everything around. You look at the goal they lost. There's still a bit of, you know, Habs have got dangerous players. Um, mm. I, I still, I, I still, I take on board what Roger's saying, but I, I, I don't really buy into players. That it was a difficult week. It was a League Cup semi final at Hamden, and you've got three quarters of the crowd there. So. Um, whether there's a, a young lad in the dugout a, a new manager sitting on the stand I, I don't really think that should affect you as a professional player Knowing that what's the end of the the game What the what the end game was But I just thought Hibs were better that day And well done to them I think it will be different But I think I like the way he's tweaked the system Gordon I like the way I know one Rangers fan come on tonight And says he doesn't like Kent there I do I think it gives fullbacks a problem Hadji on the other side I don't know who the person will be I think it allows their full Backs to either midfield players to go and make their runs and cause problems as well, but there's still a bit of work to be done, and that was um, we've seen that on Sunday, especially at the back with that 40 yard ball. Mark Wilson says it was a terrific ball. We're not disagreeing with the ball, we're disagreeing with the fact that I think Golson should be a better defender than that, and I think Bassey should do better as well. So there's still tweaks to be done, and you look at the chance he gave up before us just before half time. I think for me he should put that in the back of it's two two. But I do like the way Van Bronckhurst has changed things and tweaked it and you can see stamping his own authority on the uh, on the players. Glenn, good man, thank you for taking the time to get in touch this evening. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. Got a very topical full time teaser for you and still lots more time for your calls as well. Now's a good time to get in touch. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. I'm looking at the scores coming in from around the world of football tonight. And I've found an international representation of what just happened to Gordon DL at Beat the Pundit. Mm. England's women's team are 6-0 up on Latvia after 23 minutes. You wonder how Seriously. that's going to end <laughs> That's double figures written all Well over. that's a bold prediction from you that Well you don't know they could, they could, <laughs> That's why on. you're here That how sort of cutting edge put your, Stick your neck how out How many times have we watched teams Come out the block Score a lot of goals And then take the, f- the foot off the gas I've It's ne- well, well known well, in football Well known Foot off the gas I have never seen a team score 6 in 23 minutes I don't think So it's not that well known mm, Well you'll just anyway, wait see Anyway 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 um, when, when did Rangers get their goals in the semi-final? <laughs> Don't answer that Don't incriminate yourself Well Scotland women's team Roger they're, They've got a tough task Yeah 8 o'clock kickoff in Seville yeah. World Cup qualifiers Against a very strong Spanish side They came from behind To get a one all draw Against Ukraine 
on Friday this night. This is but gravy, this isn't it? Yeah, this is a level up. I think it could be a long night for Scotland. I hope not, but I think it could be a long night for Scotland. Spain, four wins, 35 goals scored, none conceded. Um, Scotland already two points behind, which maybe isn't entirely surprising, yeah. but yeah, you're looking to try and, and sort of test yourself at that level or, or aspire to at least yeah, compete. Yeah, that, that is the level Scotland want to get to. And how do you get to that level? But only by playing against the elite teams. Ukraine caused them problems on Friday night. We were hoping for a, a home win and put down a marker for, for the men's World Cup playoff against Ukraine at Hamden coming up in March. But um, ended up having to scramble for a 1 1 draw. I think the Scots would take a 1 1 draw right now tonight. Yeah, keep the calls coming in 01419511025 Got a teaser for you It's brutally difficult It's topical And it's been sent in As often is the case With the hard ones By John Smith He wants to know Since it's St Andrew's Day You got any particular plans? Would you do the whole I I, I told thing you after that, I told show? you the start St Andrew's Day I signed with Man City In St Andrew's Day Did you? Yes What year? Uh, 84 <laughs> Yeah, okay. 84 so, and, and the reason I knew it was because when I was You are having haggis, a haggis supper on the I way had there. the kilt and that one I, Down the flight and they announced it in the flight It was St Andrew's Day Does the Hannah household make a deal of that or not really? No, not yeah. especially I did have haggis last night actually But I think mm, that was more of a I think that was more of a coincidence right, okay. Anyway, so on that This is really tough Get your thinking caps on 10 players Name the 10 players with the most appearances in the English Premier League who have either Andrew or Andy anywhere in their name, but they must also have played in Scotland at some point. Oh. Some of these names, honestly. So we're looking for the 10 players with the most appearances in the English Premier League who've got Andy or Andrew in their name. And they don't all have to be Scotch, Scott. No, no, but they've also had to play in Scotland at some point. Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson, Robertson. he's top of the tree by quite some distance. 198 English Premier League appearances. He's called Andrew And he played up here So he ticks the boxes What about the former The guy who Lifted the League Cup With Ross County Andrew Davis Yes well done Gordon Deal I'm very mm. interested to see What you no, I'm not Are going to come up with I, On this I, I, one I'm going to phone Robbie Good idea And ask him I'm in mags To see what they're thinking Any others at the moment That jump out They wouldn't jump out at me I must admit mm. <laughs> If I mean jump now at you They're not jumping now at me no, okay, we'll leave what it there. What about um, friend of the show, Andy Halliday? No, no. You need at least five English Premier League appearances right, to, okay. to get on this list. Okay. Uh, right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Obviously, the number for the calls. If you want to submit a question and hear your question used like this on the teaser, and believe me, they don't need to be as difficult as this. If I gave a question like this on a Monday or a Friday to Hugh Evans. We wouldn't get anywhere So they don't need to be as tough as that Full time at Clyde1.com Let's bring in Ken who's a Celtic fan What's on your mind tonight Ken? Uh, how you doing guys? How's good, it good, good, all good no, I was just uh, say producer I didn't get to see the game on Sunday But I managed to catch the highlights last night And I was glad that you, McCarthy got on I mean, From what I saw of him He's coming on quite well I'd like to see him get a, a wee run of games And uh, maybe I'd take me a shot of rest you give Tom Rogie a bit more of a rest you know what I mean because I'm hoping that he plays on Thursday so I can get to see him for the whole 90 minutes and um, hopefully it's a good result as well absolutely that's a good talking point I like that what significance is attached to James McCarthy playing 90 minutes Roger um, well listen it was interesting we, we touched upon 
the Celtic substitutions in Leverkusen the other night and, and he was one who came on and, and maybe didn't cover himself in glory in that game but he's a guy who's going to need football if he's going to get anywhere near the levels he's set in his career before he's going to need to get into the team and he's going to need to stay in the team and the makeup of Celtic's midfield going forward going to be interesting because for a while there it was McGregor, Turnbull and Rogic then Rogic got injured and Nier Beaton came in and I thought Nier Beaton before he got his injury in Thursday night actually played well in Germany um, you've then got McCarthy the one who's disappeared off the radar a little bit is Ismail Asoro I haven't seen too much of him under Ange Postecoglou but the McCarthy thing is going to be interesting because he's got a four year contract at the club so I think it's in everyone's best interest at Celtic that James McCarthy gets himself up to a level that he's in and around the first team every week I'm not sure I mean the resting Tom Rogic is probably not no. the, if anything Ange Postecoglou is delighted to have him back for, mm. for this one how did you see James McCarthy's performance at the weekend and, and what do you think going forward yeah um, I thought he needed the game obviously Gordon um, I thought that um, he played well I've got to say and you know for a second goal it was a terrific ball he plays through Abada who really should scores and then obviously they get the little break off of Carl McGregor but he would have been delighted to get that, that game under his belt there's no doubt it's been a long time coming from him he knows that their competition the middle of the park Tom Rogic as you quite rightly says big player under Postacoglu he's back now um, so they're fighting for places but I think McCarthy will play a part because he brings he brings bags of experience I think he needs a bit of time I think he needs more games obviously every player does when they're you know they've not played that much football uh, but he's certainly got bags of ability there's no doubt of that yeah I mean as you said though Roger you wonder who he goes and establishes himself in front of Yeah Because People can request it all they want But Ange Postacoglu showed in big games He's, he's not really bothered about so, A so-called defensive type I mean I'm sure he'll like the option But he's shown well, that If he If he need, if he wants to He'll, he'll play Turnbull and Rogic and McGregor Yeah he's, Listen He's going to play 4-3-3 And of the three in the middle Looks at the minute Nailed on McGregor and Turnbull Are going to be two of them so Tommy Rogic As he talks about Was a favourite early in the season He was back to decent form He was meriting his place in the team Before the injury Beaton's come in He looked good Until his injury And you know It's now down to McCarthy it's the, it, All you can do with footballers Gordon Is give them the opportunity If he plays at a level We know he can play at He'll stay in the team mm. If he can't reach that level again Then A Rogic will come back in A Beaton will come back in and who's to say there's not going to be a midfielder lined up to come in in January? Yeah, I mean, Ken, it is a four-year deal, isn't it? So, well, as it it's impossible to tell how that's going to pan out in time, given the pedigree, the reputation, does he become a, a first-choice midfielder for Celtic? I, th- I think he will do. I mean, I don't see why if uh, you can't try and in again uh, uh, McGregor, Rogic and uh, McCarthy, you know, because... Turnbull might not be able to play for, for uh, any particular reason, so try the three there, Lou McCarthy, Roger and McGregor, and um, just give him as much game time as can when needed, but he does need he does need game time. Just like Giamakis really needs game time, but he's not really in a place just now to oust Kyogo or anyone in the front three, so he's on the plums. Yeah, well, fair point. I know he says he's... <laughs> That's one way of summing up. 
Uh, he's been injured as well, of course, hasn't he? So we'll wait and see uh, what happens when he comes you back. Imagine trying to explain that sentence to Ange Postacoglu and Georgios Giacomakis. <laughs> I was thinking that you know when he's, you're referencing Tommy, you know he likes that, doesn't he? he goes for the. To- Did he call you Gordy back in the the South Melbourne days? Dazzle, dazzle, was it? All right, okay. You don't you, you don't get Gordy, do you? Mm, no, 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 that's about no. It's quite an automatic thing. I mean, that Gordy. People, yeah, people kind of call me that. I'd say. Oh, do you? Well, not. well, that's because you're from the younger generation. Yeah. Probably, I think that goes back mm. to that. But no, we were real men in our days. Right. Okay. It's taking a bit of a strange <laughs> turn. I must admit. Um, not really sure what the what the implication is there. Right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter. It does look like a cold night for Park Gordon You'll only get wrapped up if you go for that mm. second half We're building up to kick off there Only 10 minutes away Remember that big game tonight Four big games tomorrow And rounding off with Celtic Hearts on Thursday um, Let's go back in on the phones With John and Cambus Lang John, what's your point tonight? Uh, evening panel, uh, Gordon Roger Gordon uh, yeah. Happy St Andrews Day the free and to you. Uh, Thank you very much and to you And also, just before I go on my point uh, when your uh, calls was talking about being pictured in the paper at a game, years and years ago, my mate took a ticket to go see Scotland play Belgium at uh, early 2000s, and uh, he was on the front page of the paper with his head in his hand. Safely say he doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> That's, <laughs> it's yeah. not always a good thing being pictured in the crowd. Absolutely. But, uh, but on my, my main point, I say, you're uh, Scott Arfield, he's coming obviously at the end of his uh, contract with Rangers, and I feel he's earned another year because over the year, he's been there about three and a half years. Scored over thirty goals, scored important goals for uh, Rangers in Europe, all fun games. And I feel last couple of weeks, start of last season before he got injured, he was really, really good for Rangers. He got injured, and uh, I feel he's come back. That freshness, he's one of the only midfielders we've got that can make that run. Uh, we've got like Davis, we've got uh, Kamara, uh, Jack. I think they are quite similar. Uh, Kamara, I think uh, our field is a difference, and uh, the midfielders we've got, we don't have a midfielder that's making their runs as much. And I feel he's earned another year at Rangers. We maybe, I mean, I know he's 32, 33, but I think he's earned another year. He's been a great free transfer to Rangers and plays for the team he loves. And I think he's earned another year. I don't know what you think. There's not a chance I'm asking Gordon Diel about this because he's acts like he's Scott Arfield's agent at some point. So he, there's no doubt he'll agree with you. Um, Roger Hanna Well 32, 33 Is 33 Yeah And now The way you say that You make it sound old But look at Stephen Davis And Alan McGregor So Scott Arfield's a lad Who's always looked after himself as well There is no issue with Scott Arfield Being able to play on next season It's more a case of Where Giovanni Van Bronckers Sees his midfield going um, How long Stephen Davis Going to be a regular in there um, How quickly and how well Is Ryan Jack Going to come back to form and fitness um, neither John Lundstrom nor Janino Bakuna Has really convinced so far So it hasn't necessarily surprised me that Arfield has come back into a prominent role And if he continues to play We spoke there about James McCarthy When he can only give players opportunities And then they see how they do If Scott Arfield continues to take the opportunity The way he did at Livingston at the weekend He'll stay in the team And he'll be offered a new deal and There was a spell, Gordon Was it early September? I think so Round about then Or maybe that Yeah I think it was around then Where he was In the stands Basically mm-hmm. for, for a few games As Rangers played And I'm not sure we could have Even entertained that Discussion at this point It, it seemed like There was no way that, that Scott Arfield would have 
you know, been given a new contract if you were basing it on, on what you were seeing at that point in time. However, since then, he is playing a bit more. He obviously scored at the weekend. He scored in that game, albeit a consolation against Hibs. Um, just wonder what, what, what you think. Uh, take your own personal bias out yeah, of this. How I do think, you, I think, not what you would do. How do you think it will play out? I think I think they will get another contract, um, Gordon. The reason being is just the way that Van Bronckhorst is tweaked to the formation. I think he's looking for a bit more out of his midfield players. I think he's looking for forward runners, um, as we witnessed on on, on Sunday. And I thought that was typical of Arfield. That suits his game, coming from deep, timing the runs. And if you look at him... Even off the ball, he was doing it time after time after time. So there's still p- plenty of energy on his legs. Um, I do think he could be a valuable signer. Um, and I think because of the style of football, if it had been under Steven Gerrard, I'd be a little bit more doubtful. But I think because the managers come in, it's a different style of football for me. I think Arfield could play a big part in this. Yeah, there was that sort of run, Roger. Mini run, I think, started with the Motherwell game, didn't he? He played in that one. He then was given the nod to start... Uh, away um, in the game against Bronby and, and like I said scored in the, the semi-final against Hibs do you think Stephen Gerrard would have given him a new contract and of um, course Ross Wilson's still there so there's that continuity I guess the manager has the, a, a big say as well yeah he does it's something that's done between the club you actually heard Ross Wilson talking about contracts at the Rangers AGM earlier today just saying that the club has a structure there in kind of three categories wasn't yeah. it that's the way he explained it yeah and it, it, it sort of makes sense if you like they're not going to break the wage structure they know what they're wanting to do and anyone who you know he also made the point that sometimes players want to go sometimes players want to pursue something else in their career and the job for Ross Wilson and, and his department is to make sure that you know there are adequate replacements coming in behind but Scott Arfield at 33 looks as if he can play on sometimes we throw players away too early in football and, and they can continue and go and excel so I think Rangers will monitor the situation I don't think there's any rush either on Rangers behalf or on Scott Arfield's behalf for an early resolution to this but if he continues to play the way he has been playing lately of course he's an asset to Rangers Yeah John I think uh, Ross Wilson said today that they're really really relaxed about contracts um, he says, you know, for the ones that expire, there are three groups. You know, the ones whose contracts are up and they're playing regularly. Um, talks about a clear wage structure and things like that, and, and keeping within that. Um, talking about other players as well who obviously aren't playing. Um, what about th- that that you heard today? And and Connor, you know, they say they're relaxed about Connor Goldson, for instance. How do you see some of the other contract issues playing out? The one with Connor Goldson is. <laughs> I'd let him go in January. I think he's had one good season with Rangers. I'm really being honest. For a couple of seasons, I was always hadn't mistaken him. And either his seat's turned or he's no. I don't mean he's not interested. I don't know if he's trying to work it out. But I've not seen anything this season that whatever contract was on the table at the start of the season. I mean, I'd be taking that off when he starts getting starts putting in performances because against Livingston on Sunday was. So all the place at times and it was it was frightening to watch and uh, considering but the thing is we don't have any other options <laughs> I mean until Hallander comes back Jack Simpson's still quite young quite raw he's still there's still a way to go with him but some of the other ones uh, you forget people like Brandon Barker are still there and you're like they'll obviously go at the end of the season but McGregor and Davis I don't know if 
this might be the last season, some of the older ones, but uh, there's just other ones. Just the, the one we go, obviously Goldson's the one. Goldson's the one that comes to everybody's mind. But he needs to start either showing if he's wanting a move in January, he's got to play a good mm-hmm. December. If he's wanting a mere improved terms of his contract, same thing. But uh, for other ones, it's it's just going to, as you say, it's a wait and see. Yeah. But the one that I feel I would give him a new contract now. But well, I know for a fact Gordon Dell agrees with you. So thanks for getting in touch tonight, John. That was a good one. Uh, let me tell you about this again before we go any further. <laughs> Cash for kids, mission Christmas. Very rarely do you get presented with a proper win-win situation in this life. Now we do have one of them. Think about this. We've got an amazing prize for you to win. And you can make a difference to local children in Glasgow in the West that need your help at the same time. Thanks to Arnold Clark, we've got a brand new 71 plate mini electric in midnight black to be won. It is a good time to switch to electric, I think you'll agree. Over 2,500 charging points across Scotland. And not only can you win the car, like I say, you make a difference to the lives of children on our doorstep as well. If you like the sound of that, and to be quite honest, why wouldn't you text MINI to 84901? That's MINI to 84901. The text costs one standard network rate message plus a voluntary £5 donation. But every penny of that, every single penny, goes towards helping those children that need your help. So the entries close at 6pm on Saturday the 4th. That's this Saturday. For the full T's and C's, go to Clyde1.com. And one final reminder, that's MINI to 84901. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Game underway at Fir Park in the pouring rain. It's a lovely part of the world, trust me, but my goodness, it's chucking it down. Hope you hope the flat window's shut. You make a habit of this, leaving the windows open in the flat. In fact, one of them's broken, is it yeah, not? Yeah, it's okay. I've 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 already Sorted yeah, sorted. I was just looking at the weather, Gordon. I was thinking of running up from the house, but it's not looking too good. Are it looks like a TV one for are me. You're willing to share with the listeners how you sorted it? Oh, listen, I don't think we need any more no, of no, his no. DIY <laughs> stories. It's two and a half minutes gone there. It's still Motherwell nil, Dundee United nil. I mean, nothing really in two and a half minutes. Let's be honest. If you had to pick one, Motherwell have at least been in the Dundee United box. Um, going a bit better than it is for Newcastle You know that Eddie Howe desperate for a win aren't they yeah. um, And Kieran Clark's been sent off After nine minutes For <laughs> Newcastle you That is your six pointer Against Norwich at St James's Park tonight It is indeed uh, Right let's see how you two are faring on this teaser It is tough It really is But I think with Roger Hanna in the building um, You've got mm-hmm. you've got a chance Have you come up with some, some I, of the goods during the break come up oh, with he's, he's on fire here Okay Two beautiful Andy King oh, Hold on a minute Let me reset the question oh, right, As okay, they say right. Right. Full Forget time that. At Clyde1.com That's where you send the questions in It's you that submits the questions So that's where to get in touch Tonight John says Name 10 players With the most appearances In the English Premier League Who have Andy or Andrew Anywhere in their name And have played in Scotland At some point It is St Andrew's Day of course Before the break The guys gave me Andy Robertson Andrew Davis Who was at Ross County uh, But played for Middlesbrough and Stoke quite a few times in the English Premier League. Andy King. Andy King of Leicester and not really Rangers fame, but yes, he's mm-hmm. there. And here is my classic. No, I, I decide if it's a classic. Oh, this is a classic. Ian Andrews, Celtic goalkeeper. Who did he play for in the English Premier I League? I have no idea. <laughs> Leicester City. Uh, no, oh. Southampton. There is that. However, but I'll he's give you. Famous for I, the five I will goals. give you that. That is outstanding because he's bottom of the list. Oh, he's only he? made five appearances, 
And of course you had to think outside the box Because it's Andrews It's the surname yeah, It's not yeah. the And when we're on goalie first what, name. what about Andy Dibble? Andy Dibble Yes Man City Aberdeen Rangers And there had to be at least one Andy Gray I think it was the one who played for Palace And played for Falkirk Yes Spurs played and Scottish Falkirk Cup yep, final. yep 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 He's there Andy Gray Okay you're doing not too badly All of a sudden Three four to get is it? Mm-hmm. I think so Four, Talking I think. about Newcastle defenders Andy O'Brien Was he one that played up here? No One of them doable For me The other two Not doable Don't fancy it Don't fancy your chances But we'll see We will wait and see uh, The steel men on the front foot Gordon is that fair? But not exactly A great deal happening nah, Well You're not even five minutes in But um, You know They had a, a good opener Down the right hand side Put a good ball in Shot never really came to anything it seems to start at a good pace, Gordon. Uh, another free kick for Motherwell in a dangerous area here. So, got to make it count tonight. And I'll tell you, this is, I keep saying it, striker's dream pitch tonight. Anything coming off the goalkeeper, fall up and you get your rewards. Yeah, Tony Watt got a good look at the pitch there when his big mm. pal, Charlie McGrew, came thundering over the top of him. Yeah, um, it was nice to see the two of them discussing each other in the morning papers, their, their fondness for one another, their close friendship. And five minutes gone And Charlie's left him In a heap in the turf Yeah and uh, Charlie wasn't impressed With the decision there From referee Stephen McLean Are we keeping you? <laughs> this guy Honestly you're not finished yet He's putting his gilet on uh, Is that what we'd call that? Body warmer Body gilet yeah, what are you going for? I'm a wee bit nippy in here This right. reminds that, exact, that You are like a child You know that way That the, the teacher would always say Oh are you going somewhere? <laughs> you finished? Uh, Everyone no, would be I'm packing up their no, bags no. That Roger is that a sitter from Motherwell or was it offside? I thought it was offside, oh, I have to say. Did the, the flag go up? Because it no, certainly looked I'm offside. Not, I'm, no, I'm not sure the flag did go up. I'm pretty sure it was offside. Mm. Anyway, because well, if, if, if the flag hasn't gone up, Gordon, that it's a real sitter. It's a free header, six yards out, and maybe a bit more, and it goes straight uh, at sea. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see that, but if the flag doesn't go up, you should be putting that in the back of it. Um, it's a good start from Motherwell. They're on the front foot. Um, most of the plays in the Dundee United half. Um, so they need to keep this up going Because most games at start of season They didn't have a lot of possession But tonight they're looking to get on the front foot And really get something going Especially after the weekend They must be disappointed well, It's only six death. minutes But they at least look up for it Which I don't think could be said at the weekend Anyway yeah. let's let's round up this teaser anymore Nope It's tough It's really tough I think it's a, we're into clue territory yeah. now Gordon. Mm. The one that said was doable for me Because of understandable biased reasons Brief spell at Mullerwell But Hibbs, Aberdeen And Chelsea Andy Dow Andy Dow Okay mm, Right into difficult territory I mean this guy played 123 times In the English Premier League But you have to remember His loan spell at Partick in 2004 So I don't Stoke was his team down there Nah Andy Wilkinson No uh, never got that off. I think he might Maybe 70 appearances English Premier League For Palace and Wimbledon Came up to Hearts mid nineties. Andy Thorne. Andy, Andy Thorne. Thorne. I would have got that. And the last one, Middlesbrough and Dunfermline mid two thousands. Not for me this one, I must say. Oh, <laughs> Middlesbrough did Fairmline. Not for me. Stephen Mill would get it, I'm sure. Our colleague. No, no. Andy Campbell. Anyone? Oh, no. Nah. All right, still goalless. Motherwell Dundee United tomorrow. Four big games. Can't wait for that fixture card. Going to be an absolute cracker. So make sure you join. Alex Ray and Stephen McGowan in the studio tomorrow. Callum Gallagher's got you. He's up next.